The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to Integrated Brand SEO Week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and this week we're going to publish an episode every day talking about how you can think about how your brand is impacted by SEO and how SEO impacts your brand. Joining us for Integrated Brand SEO Week is Michelle Robbins, who is the Vice President of Product Innovation at AimClear, which is an integrated digital marketing agency that focuses on elevating brands to beloved status by reaching everyone ranging from uber-focused audiences to mass market branding. AimClear integrates paid and organic search, social, bleeding-edge creative, PR data, and human expertise in performance marketing so you can make more money. So far this week, Michelle and I have talked about why brand marketers think that content is everything and what SEOs can learn from brand marketing principles. And yesterday, we talked about how SEOs can be more tuned in to the integrated marketing efforts of their organization. Today, we're going to turn the page and talk a little bit more about how SEOs and engineers can coexist peacefully. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, here's the fourth installment of Integrated Brand SEO Week with Michelle Robbins from AimClear. Michelle, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for having me back. Happy to have you here. Always a pleasure to talk. We've covered a lot of ground this week talking about everything from how brand marketers think, why it's relevant to SEO, some of the signals that Google can take in that are going to impact your SEO visibility and rankings. And yesterday, we really focused on talking about how to have some empathy, understand what's happening in the rest of your organization, thinking about what your customers are going through, even the big boss, the CMO. 
understanding what they're trying to accomplish and working your SEO strategies around that. There's a flip side of the coin here where as an SEO, you also need to have your finger on the pulse of some of the technical optimizations that are happening within your organization. Talk to me about some of the things that you've seen and what do you advise for SEOs to build good, solid relationships with the technical part of their organization? This is something that I'm fascinated that 20 years in, we're still actually struggling with. (laughs) The kind of loggerheads that it seems SEOs sometimes get to be at with their developers because my own experience has been very different because I came from a technical background, right? So I have the technology as well as the SEOs. So I was always very able to speak to the marketing department, speak across departments and understand their needs. I think that the the best thing they can do is actually just practice good communication, good effective communication. And what you talked about with empathy, understand that your IT team and your development team is not just sitting on standby to solve SEO problems, right? They're tasked with solving a lot of problems throughout the organization, keeping the website up from a technical perspective, not just keeping it performing well from an SEO perspective. So they have a lot of competing priorities often, right? They're working for all of the divisions, not just the SEO division, unless you're lucky enough to have a DevOps engineer assigned just to the SEO department. But I assume we're talking about not having that Boy, wouldn't that be nice if the engineers only sat around waiting for the SEOs <laughs> to come by to tell them how to fix their website. In reality, exactly. that, that never happens, does it? it? It really doesn't. And getting frustrated with a developer for not understanding SEO fundamentals would be similar to a developer getting frustrated with an SEO for not understanding how to fix DNS problems, right? You shouldn't know how to do that to do your job. And they shouldn't know how to do SEO to do their job. You can help them. You can bring them along by educating them, right? You can do lunch and learns. I think lunch and learns are terrific opportunities for cross-functional training, if not capability training, just understanding, right? Just to open up the doors to understanding. Here are the things that that we're working on and that we're struggling with. And we could use your help in this in this particular issue. And here's why it's important, right? Oftentimes, if you approach someone and say, I need you to fix this, they're going to add it to their list of things that need to be fixed uh, without any context or understanding a priority. But if you sit them down and say, if we can solve this problem we're having here, and let's say it's something like speed, which is huge, right, for a website. Work with them on the problem instead of just handing them a problem and say, here are the benefits to solving this problem. So what do we need to do to solve the problem? Because oftentimes, these aren't problems that exist because the developers are unwilling or incapable. It's because they're given competing priorities. For example, if somebody in the marketing team is giving them 5,000 different JavaScripts to drop onto a website, that's going to slow your site down. But if the marketing team says, well, we need these so we can track this and we can track that and we can track this and we can track that, the developer is going to do it. Their marketing team says, put it on the site. They put it on the site. SEO comes to them and says, our site's too slow. Look at our speed score. We've got to get rid of some of these scripts. The developer's sort of sitting in a really uncomfortable in the middle position. So sometimes your problem isn't actually with the development team. It might be explaining the challenges for SEO and ranking to other people throughout the organization as well. And this gets back to what we talked about with being integrated, right? And working across divisions. You've got to consider your development team as part of that equation as well, not as separate from it. I think there's a couple different components here that are important. Uh, First and foremost, as you mentioned, being integrated, actually sitting down and having a regular conversation and carving out time 
within the quarter, within the month, within the day, whatever it is, whatever your cadence is, to sit down and understand what's happening with the technology team within and without SEO's sphere of influence so you can have an idea of what their priorities are. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And I think that the second thing is also the, the education, right? SEO is not something that everyone understands. It's not something that every person in your organization has a lot of experience working on. Mostly if you're working with junior developers, they might have no idea how to optimize a page for speed or keyword density or any of the things that you need them to do. So giving them a toolkit to actually understand what the best practices are is very important. Michelle, what are some of the pieces of advice that you have to start educating engineers on the best practices for SEO? I think it's all in the approach, right? I think you need to approach it from a, you know, we need to work closely with you guys. Let's figure out a schedule. How can we best communicate with you? Because sometimes the way that marketers communicate is very different from the way that programmers communicate, right? Programmers tend to need big chunks of focused, uninterrupted time. Marketers live in a world of interruption, right? <laughs> um, where they can be on Slack, doing an email, you know, doing five different things at one time because they're getting a lot of different things done. Programmers don't work that way. And so if you just suddenly show up and you interrupt the flow of somebody in programming, it's a lot more it's a lot more disruptive than you might think, right? So just having some empathy around process is really important. Having some empathy around setting up scheduled times to meet with them versus everything always being a fire drill, right? So if you have regular meetings with your dev team and you have regular times where you're like, let's meet this week and talk about what are your priorities this week? What are our priorities this week? What can we get done this week? What what can't you get done? Like, What do we need to adjust in our priorities to help you get to getting to our priority sooner, right? All of those kinds of things. It sounds really simple, but I think I think most of the problems that we have between anybody in marketing, whether it's SEO, PPC, any any marketing person and any development team tends to be that the communication styles are very different, the work styles are very different, and the expectations are not level set. I have good news and I have bad news. <laughs> I'll start with the bad news. The bad news is that 
engineers, in my experience, hate meetings. Yep. The good news is the only thing they hate more than meetings is disruption. Yes. And so you running by their desk with a fire drill is actually worse than scheduling a meeting and having it on a recurring basis. And honestly, you could use that as the justification for your meetings. Hey, I don't want to come to you with fire drills. So if we're able to set a regular cadence, I could deliver all of our requests at once and then let you get to work. Because really engineering is very much about finding flow, getting into details, working through multiple very complicated processes. And that requires a lot of concentration. Yeah, 100%. And the meetings don't have to be long. They just have to be structured and prepared, right? If you come prepared and it is something that happens every week, then it's actually very easy to put that as part of an expectation, right? So then the dev team gets to know you. First of all, you're having regular interaction. That's just always better. And secondly, they know that you become part of their flow and they figure out how to fit you in. And the better you communicate with them, the more you're going to get out of them. I mean, again, this just goes to basic human psychology. I had a uh, developer one time that had to work with somebody in a different, in, in one of, part of the marketing organization, and they were just oil and water. It was really hard to understand why they had such a hard time working together, but it became a problem for me as his supervisor and for my colleague as this other person's supervisor. So I decided that the next time we were all together for one of our events, we would go out to lunch and we wouldn't talk shop. Her and I were to get the two of these guys together and we were all going to go out to lunch and just talk and be human beings. And sing Kumbaya. And we didn't. We just had lunch and they never had another problem after that because they actually got to know each other as people, not as problems. So he got to understand that she's actually a very nice person and she got to understand that he's actually a very nice person and they found a way to communicate better after getting to know each other as people, not as job titles. And then they sang Kumbaya together. (laughs) Well, they certainly worked better together and that was the goal and that worked, right? So I, I recommend lunch. I recommend lunch. Lunch. I'm always a big. I'm always a big advocate of uh, booze. May, yeah. may I suggest? Yeah. You know, mostly when times are tight, at the end of the year, when everybody's under a time crunch, when you're going through your code freeze, not a nicely timed bottle of wine or you know whatever you're into, a six pack of beer, yeah, and a, a thank you card for all the work that you're doing and for you know squeezing you in under the deadlines. Always appreciated. And hey, look, if you're not into that, go buy some cookies or something else. It takes very little. It really takes very little. I think people overcomplicate things. Yeah, human relationships. Turns out engineers need them too. Yes. Okay. And they're capable. (laughs) Good to know. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Michelle Robbins, Vice President of Product Innovation at AimClear. Tune back in tomorrow morning when Michelle and I wrap up our conversation talking about her everything is data philosophy. We'd love to continue this conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Michelle, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact her on Twitter where her handle is Michelle Robbins, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-R-O-B-B-I-N-S. Or you could visit her company's website, which is aimclear.com, A-I-M-C-L-E-A-R.com. 
And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions. You can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed soon. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.